0: And welcome to another episode of Cocktail Conversations with Shannon. I'm really glad to have another chat with you. And I'm really excited about this episode. Uh, My good friend, my sister, my Sarah, literally, she stands behind me in the line. Coach Shelly Cheyenne uh, is going to be our guest today. And we have a good chat. It was so good that I had to cut some parts out for time. And eventually I'm going to give you a bonus episode of some of the uh, additional conversation that we have. Um, So we're going to get into some news and some stuff and some updates for this week. And I want to warn you now that during our conversation, we make mention of sex, right? Not a big deal, really. But if you are listening with little ones or if you're particularly sensitive to what they will hear, you may want to turn it off unless you feel like explaining some things. All right, let's get into it. So what's happening today? I had a great weekend uh, in spite of Mercury being in retrograde and it's finally out. Hallelujah. But I went home to Tampa to see uh, my friends and family. Uh, Of course, Shelly and she and I recorded the podcast episode together. But my good friend Alex was in town from Atlanta and ran me ragged. We went out every night. Uh, And I had too much cocktails for a conversation, but it was a good time nonetheless. And it's always good to be reminded of the blessings of friends and friends that become family. So that was pretty much my weekend. Uh, Everyone's scared of the coronavirus. Everyone is, you know... I, were you all not washing your hands before? That's really the question that I have because the warning was wash your hands. Wash them and sing a song. Ain't nobody da-da-da, I'm just so fresh and clean. Sing it twice as you scrub. Sing, you know, the national anthem of your ABCs or something. Something so the soap gets really good in there, right? And I just don't understand why this is new to some of you. Wash your heart and your parts is literally the thing I tell you almost every episode. Your parts include your hands. Wash them up wash them up. Also, we have to be mindful that as we are talking about the coronavirus, a lot of us are scared. And when we're in fear, sometimes we crack a lot of jokes. This is not an excuse to be anti-Asian, to be racist, to be offensive to our friends that are from the East, right? Like, chill on that anti-Asian racism, because this virus thing is going to go away just like the bird flu, just like the swine flu, just like Ebola or whatever, you know, uh, pandemic that we've had in the past. Certainly we should take it seriously. But the last thing you want, hurt feelings and racism linger a lot longer than some of these diseases do. So just let's. that's not cute. That's not cute. Be nice to it. Cause I've gotten a number of, uh, and it's usually, you know, our aunties and elders who do it, but you know, Things about Chinese food and not, you know, watch the sushi. And I'm like, you guys, this this is kind of racist. It's not cute. So let's just be mindful of that. But, you know, watch, wash your hands, darling. Wash your legs, too, if you're one of those that don't do that. Don't, don't just depend on the soap to crawl its way down your body. That's a whole different discussion. Um, we also found out that... Uh, Halle Berry and Sarah Palin are somehow on the same family tree. They're DNA related. And I just love that uh, Halle's response was she may be on the tree, but she's not invited to the cookout. I say, yes, ma'am, Halle, guard guard us. Don't have her thinking, well, I, I, I have a black cousin, sis. You crossed a number of lines in the past. You're habitual line stepper when it comes to the well-being of most humans. You're not invited to anybody's cookout. I don't care whose tree you fall upon. So that's an interesting thing that happened this week. Also, I want to talk about Megan Thee Stallion. If you know me personally, now don't judge me. I love a little Ratchet Lady rap. And Megan Thee Stallion is uh, one of my faves at the moment. She recently came out. You know, she's young. She's in college. I think she goes to Texas Southern um, University and she recently came out and said that she was having some issues with releasing her music because of the contract she had signed with her label. Um, her management, I think, is through Rock Nation, but her label is through 300 Entertainment. There's been some legalese, some debates about how... Uh, Much knowledge she had about the contract she signed. And then the attorney that she had was one that was provided by the record company. And so, of course, they did not necessarily have her best interest at heart. But she's young. She's, what, 24 now? Maybe 24 so, so you know, people are sort of cracking jokes about how she should have known better. You know, aren't you in college? And I'm just like, did we not, did our hearts not burn when Mace came up and told his testimony how he got kind of screwed over by P. Diddy back in the day? And Khalees got screwed over by Pharrell back in the day. And if we, you know, watched the new edition movie, they got screwed over back in the 80s. There's a habitual pattern that we need to watch out for because we kind of love to judge the artist. For not being smart enough to catch these record labels doing these things. But we also need to acknowledge that there is unfortunately a history of young artists who don't have the legal know-how. And I don't care how smart you are. I have a bachelor's degree. I didn't go to law school. Most of us breeze past the terms and conditions on everything on you know, Al Gore's internet. We're not reading things at a high enough level of legalese for most people to not know that we're getting screwed over by signing certain contracts. That's just what it is. We need to call to the carpet the fact that there is a pattern of, let me call a thing a thing, are Black entrepreneurs, when it comes to this music industry, taking advantage of people who are talented but don't necessarily have the know-how in certain areas, and legally, contractually, we see it happen over and over again with different generations, almost the same situation we've been seeing since Motown, where a young person doesn't realize they've signed their life away and their freedom away. So the judge, I think, recently sided with Megan. I'm sure that that's not going to be over. I'm sure that there are more things that will have to be sorted out for her, but her new album's out, and I had a good, ratchet time listening to it recently. So that's, you know, if you like a little uh, ratchet lady rap, Megan's new album is out as well. Let's talk about Nicki Minaj's husband. Her husband failed to register. If you know the backstory, her husband is a registered sex offender, I believe in the state of New York, was accused of doing some very heinous things and served his time. Uh, But I think it's like rape, violence, those sorts of things. He failed to register in the state of California. He was arrested last week. He has since, I think, gotten out and he has registered. What I want to talk about, and Wendy Williams recently talked about on her most recent episode, is Nikki, what were you thinking? Like, How can you fly professionally You've got a brand, a real brand, based on sort of like lightweight girl power, and the barbs are all like baby girls, and you're married to someone who has this thing that every time we forget that he's done this thing and we crack these jokes about y'all being the petties, uh, that's literally his last name. I'm not being shallow and shady. His last name is Kenneth Petty. Every time we sort of move on, there's going to be something that reminds us of this dark, gross past that he has. And I'm just wondering, this just can't be good for your brand overall. I don't even see how it's good for your mental health to have to literally explain over and over and over again, your take on why he should be forgiven and why he's not this. Then you couple that with her brother's past. I don't really past, present. He's currently in jail for rape and molestation as well. And it's like, yikes, Nikki is surrounded. Almost all the men that we know close in her life have some sort of sexually abusive past. Whether or not she, you know, I think she thinks that her husband was innocent or falsely accused or, you know, whatever she's processing. Still, all the men in your life that are attached to you and attached to your brand have a sexual abusive past going on. And that's just yucky. Like, how do you, I don't know how this is going to last. I'm going to attach the, uh, I'm going to link the Wendy clip in there just so you can see. Because she says it a lot better than me in in the sense that this is dragging you down, sis. And, you know, love is blind and it'll take over your mind, as, as Eve told us once. The prophet Eve tried to warn us, what you think is love is truly not. And you need to elevate and find. Hmm. So that's just what I'm thinking about. That's just what's going on. That's what's been going on this week. Um, Again, coronavirus, wash your hands. Also, listen, the people are not traveling. So I need to, I I know we're all scared, but I want to get a free flight somewhere. Cheap hotel stays. I'm not going to pass up a trip. I'll just wear my little face mask and carry my sanitizer and enjoy the tropics or or the Maldives or wherever I can go cheaper than I've ever gone before. Very excited about that. Also, did you know there's uh people are having a hard time getting their hair extensions as a weave wearer. This is may God add a blessing to us. We are struggling. We can't get our hands on our hair. So, this is a whole thing. This is this listen. Just pray up, wash up, May God add a blessing to the weavers, wearers, and braiders of this nation, because this can be a hard time for some of us, because love, we love a track. So we're just going to hmm, keep some positive thoughts. <laughs> I'm going to take a short break, and we're going to be back with Shelly's interview. Coach Shelly is here, and you're going to enjoy it. Stay tuned. everybody and welcome back. I am uh, super excited to have my guest here. Uh, not only because she is an awesome coach, but because she is my line sister and one of the f- funniest people that I know. Coach Shelly Cheyenne is here. Hello. Hello. I am super, super excited to have you here.
1: Tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your background. Well, I am what I like to call a life enhancement coach, okay? Because I am enhancing your life. Um, (laughs) Okay, we got to get serious. Um, I uh, work with a lot of people, uh, mainly millennials, who need a little bit of zhuzhing, you know, they're either going through career changes or just trying to figure out what to do next. I think a lot of times we don't have um, a lot of directions. So you kind of need that, like Glenda the Good Witch, but I don't like to say witch part. Why? Because that, that means that I'm mean, and I'm not mean. No, Glenda wasn't mean. She was a good witch. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? Well... Depends on who you ask. Depends on the day, darling. Depends (laughs) on the day. But I I like to help people um, gain more confidence. I work with them about um, setting goals and attaining their goals and just all over life situations and um, scenarios. So... I'm a life enhancement coach. That's what I've been born to do. I have been in higher education for over 20 years, working with college students and trying to um, help prepare them for after college life.
0: It's good. Yes. Now, when I asked you to be on the show, I said, do you have anything that's on your spirit or do I need to come up with a topic? And the first thing you said, other than wisdom from our grandmothers. (laughs) Oh,
1: yes. Yes. Was setting boundaries. What made you want to talk about boundaries today? Because I think people need to understand that boundaries do need to be set. I think we are such a society where some people are are scared to set boundaries. They think boundaries is a bad thing or they'll be perceived as a bad person if they ask a person or people or thing to respect what they want. And so I just think it. I've seen people develop health issues because they don't know how to 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 set boundaries. They don't know how to confront situations and things just kind of spiral out of hand. So I think that's why this topic was a great one to. It is a good one.
0: Yes. But what is a boundary? Some people's boundaries, some people are saying they set a boundary and you're like, that's too much. Some people are saying they set a boundary and you're like, that's not really a boundary. That's a normal, Mm -hmm. you know, rule of life
1: or whatever the case may be. What is a boundary? To me, the best way that I can explain it is, you remember... Some of the old cartoons where you had, like, this invisible bubble or shield. But, yeah, you could see the bubble. You could see the shield. It was clear. But you could still. It was something that let you know that something was protecting.
0: Like that commercial. Have you seen the commercial where the family wanted to move in the snow? But the one
1: lady didn't. And they live in a snow globe. Yes. And the poor (laughs) girlfriend and her boyfriend are just yelling, I love love you." you from outside. Yes. Right. That is what I consider a boundary. So <laughs> I call it my, <laughs> I, it's, it's my force field, safe, uh, space. It's, it's keeping out anything that impedes my peace, my sanity, my health, um, anything that is not going along with my life anything that's an intrusion to me i think is a boundary if you do not if i don't set a boundary then that's what i feel like you're going to do like you're going to just bypass my little force field well can you have a healthy intrusion
0: i mean we always say to take risk and to challenge ourselves or mm-hmm. to be open to new relationships new chances new things like that mm-hmm. is it possible that maybe our boundaries are prohibiting us from progressing in some ways
1: I think we do it just depends on like you said what do you consider a boundary what is a boundary to some people I think some people think that well if I set a boundary then it's it's setting me back it's it's you know it's not going to help me do it but it's a boundary is so that you can be um I think in a better position to be able to accomplish goals or to be able to do have a peace-filled life or what have you but I just don't I don't think people understand that boundaries are important overall to have such as boundaries with, let's say, friendship boundaries. Yeah. There are some people who get annoyed with little things that somebody does that may be big things to them. Like I That's may not true. like somebody to, if I set aside a time for my time from five to seven p.m. every day. And you are constantly disregarding that. And I've already stressed to you that that's my time. Hey, I'm going to the gym or whatever. You're not respecting my boundaries. Yeah, that's true. So to me, it's like, if you're not respecting that, then you don't really, how do you really view me if they're disrespecting my boundaries? So boundary doesn't necessarily have to be a
0: harsh thing as much as these are the parameters for which I want to live my life. And I would like for you to respect
1: that. Right. That's fair. I think a boundary is not, it's just like when people say the word confrontation. Confrontation is, hey.
0: I I don't consider myself confrontational. I don't, I think the people, well, let me say some customer service reps would disagree.
1: But (laughs) I don't consider, some people really struggle with confrontation. Yes. But why is that word so negative? Because confrontation
0: to them feels like a fight. The same way, and that's what I was going to ask. Why do you think it's so hard for people to set boundaries then?
1: Because I think people are so concerned about other people's feelings. And they're also concerned about how they're being perceived. They don't want to be perceived as mean if I tell you, okay, hey, don't call me after five o'clock. Then then you're gonna walk away and say, Oh, what does she think? You know. So people are hesitant because they don't know what the backlash is gonna be if I set a boundary. They don't know if I am asking you not to invade certain issues with me or certain spaces with me. Then all of a sudden I and then you got the people pleasers that Let's they, talk about people pleasers. Oh God, okay. I know I didn't send you this question
0: ahead of time no, but that's fine. but I do think that setting boundaries is harder for people who have been trained or raised to be people pleasers. Particularly mm-hmm. you and I are women, mm-hmm. black women, church women. There's sort of this always be sweet, always be nice, respect don't be angry, elders. respect your elders. Yeah. So if you are in people pleasing mode, how do you switch that off to say me setting a boundary is not me invading
1: someone else's territory? I just think you have to be, you have to be committed to what you expect from people. You have to, for me, I have, I have learned that if I don't set a boundary of some sort, then people, because of my personality, I'm nice. I, hey. I, <laughs> listeners, you didn't see I, the face I, that I You made, did not but... see the shade she just <laughs> threw onto Hi, me. How nice are But, you know, when you're a nice person, you're kind of easygoing. People mistake that. Or for me, I'm kind of quiet. I like to observe. I'm not always talking. But I do feel like because I'm that way, people think, oh, I can step over certain things or I can push her. I can push her buttons or I can get away with anything with her because they think that I'm not going to challenge it. Right. But when I do, because for me, you're overstepping a boundary that I've set. You may not know that then I'm perceived as, oh, she's mean, or she's this, she's that, when, no, I'm just letting you know. I don't appreciate you doing this, that, and the other. So I think it's hard for people to be that honest, be able to tell you exactly what they want. A lot of people don't. They're not up front. So they can't tell you exactly what they want because... Do people even know what they want to state
0: the boundaries around it? I'm not being... uh, disagreeable as Mm -hmm. much as I'm just thinking there are some people who are triggered and we don't we haven't done the self work to know why that is triggering us or why that's a boundary why don't you why do you feel some kind of way about your dude not calling it this time or that time that's
1: something you have to really know yourself to even know why you want to set that boundary you have to know your triggers for me I know my triggers I know if I'm if I'm with a person for too long Within the first couple of minutes I'm just meeting you, I my gut tells me exactly what you are about. If I like your energy, I'm mm-hmm. an energy person. If I sense, okay, I need to cut this off, I know what triggers me. I know when people do not respect my time. Right. I'm a time-oriented person. If you call me and I'm like, hey, girl, uh, every day at this time, I got stuff to do and you steady call me and it's not for any emergency, then you're not respecting my time. And you're not listening. And you're not listening. And you don't care. Mm. <laughs> that's the, that's the root. You don't care. So I think a lot of times we have to know what our triggers are. If you don't know what your trigger is, then anybody can do anything to you. And you're like, girl, you stepping over my, right. well, how did I know? And it makes you feel like a hothead. Right. When you have a rational, you may have a rational, you reason. have a rational reason. But you have to be able to, communication is everything. It's everything. If you cannot articulate your feelings, you can't communicate, okay, well, here's, here's my time. Right. Here's what I expect. Here's what I want. If you, if you can't do those three things, then you can't fuss and cuss at somebody when they, when they violate that. It's easy to
0: talk about setting boundaries with friends. Yeah. I think the places that people struggle more, more so than friends, is family, uh-huh. parents, bosses, elders, uh, and then, of course, romantic relationships. Right. That's a struggle. But when it's a, a, a case in which you are conditioned to just accept what's being told, you know, even in churches, we see where a person is popping off until a pastor says it. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. How do you set a boundary with a person that you are trained to respect? <laughs>
1: You know, what's funny is that they've trained us to be our parents. And I'm just starting with the parents. They've trained us a certain way that they would want us to be Mm -hmm. similar, maybe to them. They want us to respect people. They want us to be strong, independent people, blah, blah, blah. And then when we become that and we might have to stand up to them, they're like, no, wait a minute, that, that, that don't apply to me. I'm not the one you're supposed to do that to. No, but it, you've, you've trained me this way. Mm -hmm. You've taught me to be this way. So I I think the hardest was to stand up to my mother. The first time I did it, I was well in my 30s. And when I did it, it was (laughs) excuse me, mommy, if you happen to listen to this, it was (laughs) it was relieving. Yeah, it was very really because now I'm setting the tone for my life. I'm not a little girl anymore. Mm -hmm. And you have to respect me as the woman that I am. You have to respect any boundaries that I set. So I'm not going to talk to you about my relationships. For all you know, I'm dating Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not going to. He brings very good gifts. Yes. Yes. Hey, 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 hey. shut up. (laughs) But. I'm not so. There's certain things that I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna allow, and you have to be so committed. It's scary. Like my heart was like breaking up your on. chest. Oh, Lord! But it's you have to because if you don't, the people that we were taught as our elders and respect the church, respect—they will always see you as little Shannon. They will always see you as little Shelly. They're not going to see you as grown adult, married yeah. woman with children, married whatever. They're always going to think of you that way, but when you get them straight that one time and you say, no, this is what I'm going to do, it changes the dynamic of your relationship mm-hmm. because now they have to respect you. And they either have to respect your boundary or they're going to reap what comes from that. And it shouldn't have to get to that point. Yeah, But they will, you know, um, I think eventually respect over time if you stay consistent with your boundaries there's a meme on twitter that says uh old people think you not letting
0: them disrespect you is you disrespecting Disrespecting them them. yeah you can set a boundary respectfully you don't have to cut your mama out you don't have to yeah Tell her all the things she did wrong mm-hmm. in your, you know, upbringing. Yeah. But you can say peacefully, "Mommy, I'm not going to talk about this. Right. This is this is not something. When you and I talk about this, our relationship doesn't go very well, and we argue. And I refuse to do that with right. you. That's a boundary, and that's yes. not out of hatred. That's not out of anger. No. Nope. Sometimes that's out of love because it's like I know you
1: can't handle the right, conversation. and I know where this conversation is going to go. <laughs> if you know what we I'm get saying? into that, like if I talk to my talk about my father to my mother i already know it's gonna go <laughs> to a place a certain place of which i don't want so i know certain yeah. things to talk to her about that are her triggers mm-hmm. you know our parents in in elders and grandparents or whatever they have triggers too so and, and in some ways they raise you with their boundaries yes they do don't say that don't they bring do this up
0: don't do they this, absolutely don't do that do. and so sometimes you have to remind them back like Hey, right. This is a thing for me. Right. I'm not going to discuss that with you. Right. Or we're not going to go to this place. I'm not going to visit that uncle or that auntie because right. of this reason or that right. reason. And I don't have a, um, I don't necessarily have any issues like that. Mm-hmm. But definitely there have been times where I've had to talk to a parent and say, when we get here, mm-hmm. I'm out because right. this is where you're not going to disrespect. This is not where, mm-hmm. you know, we have to put that boundary there. Sometimes you will do that in your relationships. Right after I got engaged, a friend of mine who um, is married he was like, you know, congratulations, blah blah. I'm like, thank you. And he was like, I'm going to give you advice. He said, because I give everybody that advice. Mm-hmm. He was like, your parents still see you as their baby and not so and so's husband or wife. Absolutely. And he was like, so that's a boundary that you'll have to learn to set with your parents. Is that when they hear you, you know, you can't complain, you can't bring up certain things because what they hear is my baby right. deserves X, Y, and Z, not so and so's husband. Yeah. Feels this way or or you know mm-hmm. his wife feels that way the relationship they have is what's primary in their life exactly so that's a boundary you have to set and I was so glad he said it like that because I Mm -hmm. think a lot of times we get angry at our parents
1: Mm -hmm. for
0: not seeing the adult us yeah but I'm still the one who's crying about my godchildren getting into first grade right so I get (laughs) yes that that's a very hard transition for them to make and so for Mm -hmm. us sometimes it's easier for us to say hey here is where the boundary is. Mm-hmm. And I still love you, but you're not coming in my marriage and you're not coming in this, mm-hmm. you know, adult decision I'm making. Um, and that's sometimes for their own good
1: and for the peace of the relationship that you have. It is very hard. I think when we deal with anyone outside of, and it and it, it, even goes with other family members, but when it's outside of your mother or father, it's easier to deal with boundaries. Mm-hmm. When it's, it's come, because it's like it's coming up against Especially if they're the ones who raised you and did it well. Exactly. So now I have to now tell you, and I had that when I, when I had gotten married, I had to finally say, no, I don't want this. No, I don't want that. And it was like, but wait a minute. No, no, no. I don't want that. Yeah. So it's like. I'm not dealing with the bully on the schoolyard. I got to handle my yeah. own stuff. And it was very hard because like you said, they never will see you. My mother, even though at my age, she still sees me. And she will always see me as that little girl. She will never see me as as an adult. She respects it. You as an adult. mm -hmm. I'm your mom. My job is to my job is always to protect you. You know what I mean? If we're just two old biddies protecting each other, then that's what we finna (laughs) do. But that's how they go out. They do it's and it's such a beautiful um, dynamic that I do wish that I had because you you don't get that anywhere else that parent is always going to protect you mm-hmm. I could be 60 years old my mother would be 80 or 90 and she's always going to be my grandmother yes it, well into her 80s mm-hmm.
0: got angry at me because I said something to her baby I said, Grandma, I'm your baby. <laughs> but that dynamic was her yes. instinct was to protect yeah. her child. Yep. It did not matter how old all of us were. At that point, right. every last one of us were legal adults. Mm-hmm. Some came up. My grandma was ready to mm-hmm. fuss about it and mm-hmm. what you're not going to do to my baby and mm-hmm. what you're not going to do to my grandbaby. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's like it doesn't matter how old you get. No. That love is there. But even when you're an adult, sometimes you got to protect your adultness
1: your own life you do from that person and it and it just comes with I think for me it came with time I think the older I got and the more I was committed to making her see the transition making her see hey I'm moving here oh wait a minute you didn't talk to me about that I ain't gotta talk to you about that (laughs) like (laughs) wait a minute you know it was those kind of things I'd be like mommy listen you know I'm good I make it whatever happens it's on me it ain't on you it's like on I you. had to let I had to keep reinforcing the boundary in a nice way in a respectful way because that's still my mother but mm-hmm. she had to understand I am of age well in in established so yeah. I need you to understand I got this uh but just, you know, don't leap over that boundary and be like, well, you didn't talk. You didn't ask my opinion. No, I'm not always going to ask your <laughs> opinion. I may sometimes be like, hey, mommy, what do you think about this? And I may not. And you have to be OK with that. Yeah. So you have to be a piece that every one of us is on our own journey. You had your own journey. You lived you had your a journey before you, had a ju- here. you had a whole journey. You had a whole journey. And drove my tail along. And, and drove me along with you. So, no, <laughs> <laughs> so now that I want to live, you want me to. What? No. You to asked my opinion. No. So, <laughs> it, it, you know, but it's a lot of that is still that protective thing. And, you know, I think that will never go away. And I don't want it to go away. I just, I just feel that you have to know your boundaries as a parent, period.
0: It's always good to know your boundaries. I feel like you should raise your children with boundaries, too. You should. Only because what's interesting is my um, my sister-in-law, you know, my little niece is like, she just turned four. And she oh. told me, Auntie Shanna, do you know I'm four? I said, do you feel different? She said, yes.
1: All right. Okay.
0: Okay, But four? they she made a, a, you know, I was like, are you guys going to get their, her ears pierced? Mm-hmm. My ears were pierced before I could... And I'm glad because I'm horrible with keeping up with piercings and things. Mm-hmm. But they made a, a, con, a concerted effort to make sure she said, I'm ready to get my ears pierced. Okay. So that she learned to consent. Mm-hmm. No one can do something to your body mm-hmm. until you are ready. Mm-hmm. And so they used the ear piercing as a way to do it, which I think is so yeah. modern and creative. And now she's got her shiny ears and she keeps showing me her mm-hmm. ears and all this stuff. But mm-hmm. nobody told her, you're getting your ears pierced. Yeah. Small thing, but it was also a great way for her to learn mm-hmm. that her body
1: and her life has to. Right. own. You know, you set the tone for certain You things. set boundaries. And when you teach them that at a young age, they, you know, it, it avoids other issues coming in where, mm. you know, with other adults. So that goes to my next question. Yes. So
0: we've talked about elders. In romantic situations, when you mm-hmm. want to be chose, you want to be with that person, mm-hmm. how do you both open yourself up to romance but set boundaries for what your standards are in that?
1: You know what? You have to be able to, again, know what your standards are. Some people don't have no standards because they're so busy wanting to be chosen. Mm-hmm. So they're so busy wanting to receive that love and doing whatever it is to, to get them instead of saying, well, you know what? Here, I'm not going to have intimacy okay that's cute I know that's real cute (laughs) alright I'm not gonna have any intimacy with this person until whatever let's say three or four months Mm -hmm. and you have to stick to that yeah I'm not going you have to set boundaries that you can that you can stick to yeah because some people will say that's what I kind of hated about Steve Harvey in this 90 day yes. rule
0: not so much that because I, I, whether it's 90 days or a year it needs to be what you think and not what someone in a book no. said is a clever because way to it get because it may not be
1: 90 days for you listen it was a whole
0: lot more than 90 for oh. a lot of dudes For you yes. know what I mean I wasn't in a rush no but my whole point is it needs to be what you feel what you is are. right yes. don't get to 90 and feel obligated like okay, okay we at the three so month here rule, so go. I got to I'm not really sure but you read yeah we got go I on. had chicken alfredo four times so mm-hmm. I really gotta give it up no like no. instituting a a, a a hard calendar rule mm-hmm. in some ways removes
1: your instinct from
0: mm-hmm.
1: your relationship in a way to me you have to set you have to set realistic boundaries and these are boundaries that you have to like for me if it's okay well I'm not gonna do a lot of um i'm not gonna give you wife privileges no should you and that's my i don't that's me adding in she's not telling you what
0: wife (laughs) privileges are i personally am like please stop making lunches for dudes please stop giving them gas money do not let them drive your car do not let people
1: who have not committed to you do commitment things
0: He's not on your insurance. Don't let yeah. him drive
1: your car. Okay, carry don't on. don't don't give him money. Don't have him help him pay. If I mean, it's you it's know, certain if things. he has not given you husband style love, husband style well, attention, husband style promises, why are you doing wife style stuff? It's, it, and, but again, here's you have to set bounds. For me, I'm not doing any of that. You have to set realistic boundaries. You can't sit up here and expect this guy to. I mean, <laughs> what, what are you holding back? You I mean, do... you can't, you can't expect if you're like, we talked about the 90 day rule. You can't expect him to me that to me, that's playing a game. Yes. It's playing it's a very game. It's arbitrary. It's okay. I'm going to make him wait. And I think I personally don't think you should give things up right away and all that kind of stuff. I think you should verbalize what your expectations mm-hmm. are. And I think if he is not on the same or he or she is not on the same page with you, then why continue on? Yeah. Why continue to play? But when you're trying to win somebody over, I just don't believe in playing games or keeping, you know, do OK, well, it said this in this book and it said yeah. that. And well, this worked for my friend and she held that she did. To me, that may not be your relationship style. It may not be his. It's probably not his. He may not even be thinking about that right now. He may be just trying to get. And I just think we do too much with yeah. that. So we have to set boundaries that are realistic that we can. Um, we can stand ourselves. We can. And you know
0: what you told me many many
1: oh, years God. ago. No, of what? It's true. Of what? I'm not gonna pick on of you this me. time. <laughs> okay. The conversation
0: we still have more to go. So I'm sure okay. I'm gonna pick on you eventually. But I remember you saying, "Don't do something while you're single
1: that you're yeah. gonna
0: that you're not gonna want to do when you're married." All right. And so I think that's an important thing because yep. a lot of times. Women are told, get that ring, get that ring, get picked, get picked, and so you get women that are doing a lot of stuff that they're Mm -hmm. not comfortable with, that are not true to who they are, that are not authentic to their personality, and then they get married, and then you get these jokes where men are like, man, my wife used to do this, my wife used to do that, she don't do
1: none of that, all this stuff changed when they got married,
0: and it's like, the truth was, that was never
1: her. You you received somebody fake in the beginning because I was trying to do whatever I thought it took for I, you. I want to do whatever you like. To take, to accept me. It's just like I'm coming to America. What kind of food do you like?
0: Whatever right. you like. Right. Whatever you like. But, but how? Bruh, but if she how, likes everything you like, fire her. She's how, not being but real. But how,
1: how is that? I just can't see myself doing that because eventually that wears out because that plays out because you have to think about how some people are.
0: I grew up and I talk about it all the time. I was of age in that purity movement. Mm -hmm. Everything Mm -hmm. was wait until you're married. Mm -hmm. Pray for your husband. Mm -hmm. Be the kind of girl that's going to get married. Mm -hmm. And so if your mind is convinced that your worth is in being married, Mm -hmm. then you don't find your worth in yourself. Nope. To say, I'd rather be alone than with this dude who's cheating right. on me or beating me or mistreating mm-hmm. me or, or doesn't actually like me. Right. He just needs a wife or he likes the fake version of myself that I gave. Right. If you don't have that mindset that you're going to be okay regardless, then yes, you will contort yourself like a pretzel at mm-hmm. a
1: circus to try to fit in whatever box a dude And for has. what? When, when everything will come to light. And especially if you're doing all of this intimate tricks and twirls and hanging from a chandelier and, you know, and then it ends as As you get as as soon as you get the the right honeymoon is over and the honeymoon. And y'all are in real life because and, and I remember this lady, this older lady saying to me when I was younger, she said, don't start nothing. You can't continue. So if you start out doing this. Then you gonna have, you have to continue do do doing yeah. it because it's just the way it is. I think it's it's sad that we feel that we have to put on this image of let me please whatever they want, whatever that. Well, what about what do you want? Is is he doing that to you? Is he jumping through hoops or doing all the things that you want from him? Yeah. How do you know that? How do you, why don't why don't you just be real? And I, my mom used to always say, "Well, you know, y'all young girls." This was when I was younger, but she would say, y'all young girls. I can, and I adore <laughs> Shelly's stories about her mom. So if your but mom is listening, is I just want you to know I love you. But she would say, <laughs> y'all young girls give, give information up too soon. Y'all, y'all share too much too soon. Mm. From her generation, okay, I get it. But for me, it's like, no, I'm going to tell you what I want, what my expectations are. What my boundaries are, what my deal breakers are right now. yeah because time is of the essence. If you if you're not, but mm-hmm.
0: does that give someone who's fake a chance to pretend? To be what it is you sure. want, whether that's romantic or even in friendship. Absolutely, it because does. how many times you meet, even like a homegirl, and you're like, Yeah, and they're like, Oh, yeah, girl, me too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, girl, you Here go, go <laughs> some Bible verses every day. I'm encouraging you, go, sis, go, sis.
1: Uh-huh. and Then you find out, like, months later, it's like
0: that's a like, uh-huh. all along.
1: But that's the thing, everything comes to light if you're watching and if you want to see it. Now, that's, also that's a different story. That's that's the thing. So, you have used to some women. Uh, You know, some people are desperate for love. They want that. So they want to see what's being shown to them Mm -hmm. as being factual. And it's not. And they know deep down inside that it's not. Women always know when it's not. You just choose not to accept it. And you just choose to continue on thinking, oh,
0: well, maybe. No. Well, love covers a multitude of sins is what Mm -hmm. we've always said. Yes. Not just from Jesus.
1: Yes. But also, I
0: think, from from ourselves. If you Mm -hmm. love someone enough... There's a lot of well, you know. Yeah, but has... how,
1: but is that your real self? Is that his? That's your real self. But are you really seeing the real situation? It, exactly. No. Are you seeing the real situation? Are you comfortable with accepting? And most people aren't comfortable with seeing exactly what something is. They're not comfortable with the. Res- they're not comfortable.
0: And with I will that. say especially since I've been married, I Mm notice that people talk about marriage as if it's some sort of a a war that must be won. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. stay on the battlefield. Don't let the devil have his hands on your Mm -hmm. marriage. You got to fight every day the devil is after marriages but there's this way that we almost talk about marriage like it's a thing that you have to suffer and endure Mm -hmm. and in some ways i think that that is another way that our boundaries get torn apart because Mm -hmm. we're constantly telling people that true love pulls Mm -hmm. on through bad things right and we forget to tell them hey the bad thing should not be your partner Right, do you know what I mean? Like yes. life is hard, and when yes. you're combining two lives, yes, yes that has its challenges. Mm-hmm. But if the battle is always your man running around town, right. the that's, battle is always you know you swinging
1: from one mood to the next. That is a battle that needs to be that's, absolutely. You know,
0: that's we're, all we're t-
1: Yeah, it is. It's a different. Like some people say, "Well, I was attacked, and you know I'm being attacked in this relationship." This, no, that man is attacking. Other, other lady people, other people, parts. <laughs> that's a whole different thing. Now, I can I understand that relationships? When you know, you are supposed to be like, okay, we blocking all kind. Yeah, you're, you you're are supposed fine, to be fine. on guard, absolutely. But if it's always pointing in always one direction, the same thing. no, sis, that's, that's, that's not that's, a devil. That is what it is. Every listen that. The devil ain't in everything. The devil ain't bothered with some of y'all. Some of y'all be like the devil like ain't the bothered devil, with most people. I the, feel like the devil is on vacation. Somewhere. The devil be looking at see. The devil made me just see Satan is trying to I take. me. Feel no, like Satan gotta try that hard. On Satan more. ain't bothering you, girl. He he off doing over here. He ain't even come to you. Somewhere in Tahiti with a cup, just he making ain't the world just hot. hot turning the heat up elsewhere he looking at you like oh but he'll take credit for I don't you have to do nothing Tyrone's just
0: been out swinging his parts
1: around for All free why well, I to do something in a circle <laughs> 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 I mean, I, <laughs> and, but that's what it is well you know
0: I have to put a disclaimer on this episode.
1: (laughs) I mean, I didn't say
0: nothing, though. I'm trying trying so hard. I'm trying so hard. I'm trying to do my part. So how do you know if you need to set a boundary or if you're
1: reacting on fear? Um, I don't react on fear. I react on fact. So if my, again, trigger is and I'll give a person a conversation I like to throw a conversation in there just to confirm that this is something that is bothersome to me if it is that this person let's just say a person is doing something that is not what they claim they're doing okay then I am going I'm not going to act on fear because fear doesn't You're acting on emotion. You're not acting on anything Well, when I say fear, let me... I do want to clarify. Here's what I mean.
0: Sister Mary has had a bad relationship. Mm -hmm. Sister Mary's ex, Mr. Joe, did all kinds of horrible things. Mm -hmm. They've broken up. She's moved on. Before Sister Mary even thinks about dating anybody, she's got a list of things. Yes. So before, you know, Mr. John shows up... Mm he can't get a word in edgewise because it's like, the last dude.
1: already. Yeah.
0: yeah, the last dude mm-hmm. did this and the last guy did... And I see that a lot. Actually, I see that a lot with friends mm-hmm. more so than even romantic relationships mm-hmm. women will give a man a chance to just yes. drop him into the ground. Mm-hmm. But I see a lot of like, no, nah, girl, because the last homegirl I met at work mm-hmm. and the last summer I had over, mm-hmm. and you see a lot of like, I'm not gonna let you try me again. And it's like, this is a whole
1: different person. But you know what? I think... <sighs> See, to me, that's borderline experiences. Mm -hmm. When experience, life experiences have, you know, some people have really been through it. Oh, yeah. With relationships or up and down, whatever the situation is. So they're more protective Mm -hmm. of that happening again. And so they may set a boundary for themselves to say, you know what, if I see, you know, traces of this in this person. Or if I can, if this is showing something has to show that that is something I dealt with. Now sometimes we can bring stuff on ourselves. Yeah, is it a self fulfilling? We can just say, okay, I I see that that reminds me. But I, I I feel like when we've gone through certain situations in our life, we can't we can't ignore those those experiences. I think it would be foolish to ignore or to just forget about. Um, Things that have really affected our lives. We have to be more mindful. Now, to bring it into the new situation, I get that. But that is where we have to understand, okay, let me just make sure. Let me look at some things. Let me give a person a chance. Let me just maybe state that I may have a boundary with this. I may not like um, if you lock your phone, you put a password protection on your phone. That may trigger something for me because I've experienced that before and it always led to something else. So is there a reason why you're putting a password protection? And once I feel comfortable with, oh, yeah, well, it's business. I trust you enough to know. Then I'll let that go. Then maybe that won't be a boundary for me. So it's like communicating. Yes, things that have happened to you, things that might have triggered you, things that. But you can't ignore experiences. I don't think that we should live in fear. But I think we ought to take experiences and be smarter and and have those lessons carry Mm -hmm. into us and not just say, okay, well, because I was with six dogs before you, then I know you're going to be a dog too. That's not necessarily true. No, but you're watching for different behaviors. You're watching for different patterns. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you're watching for different things. Yes. To be aware, to be alert and to address them as you see them, because maybe it's, Hey, maybe you lock that phone for a reason. Maybe you're um where you work, it's open and you don't want anybody to get to your phone. If I hear that, it'll remove that concern. Yeah. So I think um we just have to be very mindful not to take our hurt into a new relationship or not to take things into a new relationship, but also be very mindful of things if they look similar. Because it could be. Your eyes don't always deceive you. When we're in a relationship and we are the one that someone says, hey, listen, I got to set a boundary with you. How should we handle that? I would respect it. You give me, fa- listen, you give me factual reason. If you say, well, you know what, Shelly, um, here's the situation. This I don't like what you do. Or it, are you saying it's directed at me as something that I've done? Yeah. Well, what have I ever done? Well, no, I'm not setting a boundary <laughs> with you. <laughs> Well, okay, it,
0: let's let's do a fictional scenario. Okay, I like fiction. So you and I are fake friends, not the real friends we okay. are. Okay. And I say, Oh, Shelly, when you don't call me after I've posted this on Facebook, mm-hmm. it makes me feel some kind of way. Because the last friend that did that, I found out she was jealous and she wanted my man and she was sending him messages. Girl. I mean, I'm
1: just giving you a fake scenario. That's so extra. That's why I made it up. It's super oh extra. Yeah. But you know what? I would respect that. But I I would also tell you, I ain't got time to be posting. See, on. you already. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I, but okay, if that, okay, my thing is this, if it's important to you, I have to understand the importance of it. And as you explain, well, it makes me feel this way or whatever, but you also have to be able to receive my response and it may not be what you want so i think that we
0: do need to remember as we're telling people to set boundaries that sometimes you got to check yourself before you have to check you your set a own... boundary and see the origins of it exactly. why do you feel that way are they overstepping or are you oversensitive
1: is it your feelings your emotions are you high maintenance are you being over the top i'm very high maintenance and oh, i'm very I over the top know that. so there's that it's always you're welcome hi friend yes you are but <laughs> always but I mean but yes I I check myself first before I come to you about anything I'm going to say okay show are you is this valid is this is this situation legitimate is this a legitimate boundary to set or is this just some silly stuff what is What? where are you getting this from where is this coming from because a lot of times it's not even necessary it's not necessary for me to bring something to you if yeah. it's like you said, that little silly face. Well, I don't mean to call it silly because it could be something that somebody who really cares about. But if, But to me, that's silly. Yeah. Now, if you were to say to me, well, I notice that you don't ever ask me about my husband or you don't ever ask me about anything. and You don't ever mention anything. Is there... I may be more inclined to talk to you about that right? versus you doing some superficial stuff. Like, to me, that's silly.
0: So I think this is important because I think sometimes the superficial thing triggers us. Yes. But the deeper issue is what we need to address. And when we bring it up to people, yeah. that's what we need to say. Because I, I, I know sometimes when we're talking to people and it's like, Well, you said this, right? That person is focused on what they said that day or what they did or didn't do that day as opposed to saying, listen, I feel like you don't care about the things I care about or I feel like you
1: don't respect my opinion on this or you don't acknowledge Mm
2: -hmm.
1: as a friend. You don't, I noticed you don't acknowledge things. It's having that kind of conversation, but just saying, well, you don't like my stuff girl. You know, um, if I'm there in other ways, if I'm mm-hmm. always supporting your events when you and your husband or whatever, that I'm showing you in other ways. Then that's where you have to ask yourself, okay, is this, am is I, this a, do I need to Is, be is it me? Yeah. Is it me? Or is it really that person? Mm-hmm. But some people don't do that. And they just right away, no, you don't. I had a girlfriend do that to me that she, unfri- <laughs> she unfriended me on, on Instagram because I guess i didn't friend her back. Right away. Oh, I'm bad about that.
0: But I don't notice who follows me,
1: me because I started I, Instagram before a lot of people. That's the thing. Like I didn't know that she followed my my coaching face uh Instagram right. page. Right. Mm-hmm. And before I knew it, like a few days, you know, maybe two weeks later, she unfollowed me. And I noticed it because, you know, I have an app that tells me who unfollow whatever, so I can unfollow them and I ain't playing them games. Well, but anyway. I can't do it. <laughs> but I, and I, I wanted to address it, mm-hmm. but I felt it was very petty. I felt it was dealing more so with maybe competition. You know, she does similar things that I do. I, I was thinking, that's how I took it. But had you, had she come to me and say, you know what, Shelly, Here's the reason why. Yeah, I feel like you don't support my ventures. I don't. Because I support yours which, or something like if that. If you know me, I'm not on Facebook or social media like that. I'm just not. And if I, if you came at me like that and sat down and said, hey, I just really want you to know. I support you in other ways, though. You set your boundary. Yes. You said, this is what it is, this is what I want for my life and my interaction with
0: you. Yeah. What do you do if there's fallout? I mean, the best case scenario is that that person. that situation they say got it i can handle that that's not a big deal we can move forward Mm -hmm. but if that person fights you back kind of wants to deteriorate the relationship or you know whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. especially we talked about parents Mm -hmm. again some people feel like if you don't let me talk you any kind of way then you're disrespecting me what happens if the the outcome is negative
1: you know what i and that's so true because so many people see boundaries as such a bad thing, like we said earlier, they see boundaries as, well, I'm not getting my way with you. Mm-hmm. I'll be doggone if you get your way with me, and you're mad about that yeah. because I've decided to set a boundary. I don't want you calling my house after ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. I'm in the bed, so unless it's an emergency, which you should not be calling me first anyway. <laughs> Wait, but no one uh, should call you if emergency? it's not my if it's like an emergency, you are not gonna call the police, the fire department. What if it's an emotional emergency? Okay, then that's different. Okay, it's not made it, up. Because if you can't call, it's not, one call one, it's just it, like I'm saying. But if you tell me, oh, I'm not well, I should be able to call. Why should you be able? To, see, this is where people violate. Any people feel like they have the they have the right to violate you. Okay. because this is what they want so because i'm a, an emotional wreck right now which you probably always are okay we can talk about that some other day but you probably that person has pro- if they call you up to the clock they probably always got some drama in their life and they can wait until at least 8 45 the next morning don't call me at 8 45 y'all call me well at 10. don't call me at 10 when i'm you can I'm just I'm just letting you know okay you call me at 10 I'll be I'll be but even even regardless of what it is if I tell you I gotta get up and go to work tomorrow I'm usually Mm -hmm. in bed by 9 so if it's not a dire emergency but if you still do it That means you don't care about me. You don't care about anything that's going on with me. It's I want to be able to violate you. So if if something goes wrong where a person just cannot understand, will not respect your boundaries, that's where you got to ask yourself what what purpose does this does this friend have in my life? Mm -hmm. What is their purpose for me? Because what I'm getting ready to do is create a boundary where you outside. So what if it's
0: family? I don't...
1: Because I'm saying, no, listen. I get it. Like I said, that's easy with friends.
0: It is easier. easy with friends, but let I'm me even gonna tell you. It's easier with cousins. Sometimes you really don't have I- to see them till it's a funeral or whatever family reunion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but if but it's your mom or your grandpa or your family, you, you know, your close you family. have to tell them. You have... Some people are... What is, what is the problem with verbally communicating to people? It... It's such in a um, it's intimidating for us to communicate with our parents, to go to our parents, to go to our uh-huh. grandparents and and let them know because you don't want to receive the backlash. You don't want to receive no lecture. You ain't got no time to hear that. Well, I'm your mother. You know, you don't want to hear all of that. And you know what's interesting? I didn't I don't feel like I grew up with that this mm-hmm. much. I uh, personally
0: always had a family of, well, tell me what you think. Mm-hmm. Even when I was very little, mm-hmm. can I see your face? Go ahead and say what you think. Mm-hmm. So for me, I don't feel like I had as hard of a time, right? Or I have as hard of a time saying, "Mommy, I'm not going to talk about that right now." But I've never had those issues. But I'm learning as I hear other people talk about their upbringing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know how much harder that is if yes. you've never had open
1: communication from the time you were little. Because we're not taught to have open relationships. A lot of a lot of times, we're taught as children. <laughs> you are to be seen and not heard. heard. You don't have an opinion unless you're paying bills. Mm. You don't get to select what we eat for dinner until you are able to make contribute. it and cook it and buy yeah, it. Yeah, you want chicken, you go out and buy it and fix it yourself. So we're always taught you don't you don't have a voice. And then when you get grown, it's it's I sacrificed everything right, for it's, you. it's the guilt trip. So then you know that goes to a whole other thing. But it's like you're always taught from square one. You don't, you don't, you don't talk back. You don't have about, you don't, you don't, you don't have, have a boundary. You don't have a, boundary. Really? what? No. And that's why I think so many things have got people have gotten away with doing stuff with, mm. with children because you were taught not the same thing you were taught. Not you get it confused as a kid. It's easy to be abused. It's easy to be abused. If you're not allowed to speak. Your if truth. you're not allowed to, and you don't feel comfortable. And you feel like if I go to my parents with this, I can't, you know, you're told not to say things, you're, especially you're told to respect anyone older than you. So that could be a, a, Teachers, a teacher, coaches. that could be a, a cousin that's just two years older mm. than you. So we have to understand and feel confident within ourselves. And I think for me, it was it was fighting for my independence fighting for my independence. And yes, it took me until I was in my 30s. And I, I say it took me so long because of that mindset that we are not supposed to talk talk against our parents. We are not supposed to go against their word. We are not supposed to do it until I finally said no. It was a situation that happened and my mother was in the wrong. And I finally had to say, no, you are not. I let some stuff slide over the ears. But today on today... I'm going to, on on today, I'm going to have, today's going to be that day. Mm -hmm. And it was the hardest thing because I came from a place of anger and bitterness and the way that I expressed myself, it wasn't, it was, it was an anger. So I said a lot of things in anger, but now having to, you know, look back at that situation, I know how to deal with things. Now I'm going to calmly address it. I'm going to calmly state my boundary. And I am going to ask that you respect it because if you do not, I have no problem letting you know, and I have no problem ending conversations or refute what you're going to do. A lot of times things
0: bubble up until we're angry yep. and it turns into yelling. And sometimes yep. when people are angry, it's easy to negate uh-huh. the truth of what they said. Okay, you did it wrong, right. so I'm not listening to you. You're, you're disrespecting me. I'm yep. not going to listen to what may be valid and what may be true. Yep. So it's like if you know in your heart that there's a boundary that needs to be set, don't
1: wait till you're mad yeah. say it when you're at you peace have in to, your call you have to say things it's all and people will listen i think a little bit better if you say things like i'm saying it right now
2: mm-hmm.
1: but if i'm coming at you loud and waving my hands and cussing you out I'm ready to fight they're not it's it's taken to a whole different dynamic now mm-hmm. but if i'm coming to you in this manner you're taking me seriously right because now. Because I'm
0: even. Because I'm not I upset. E- I'm I not upset. This,
1: through. this is clear. Yeah. I am clear in my spirit. I am good. I am confident in what I'm about to say to you. And I am also willing to accept the repercussions. Because it may be, like you said, somebody may say, oh, no, I'm not doing what, what you're not going to do is tell me you're not going to respect my boundary. Yeah. Mm. Because that that brings on a whole... That's just being selfish. If you told me, Shelly, I have a problem with this with you, and I may not understand it, I may say, Shannon, just being silly again, again. Ooh. Uh, (laughs) Ooh. I may not... It may not be the same thing for me. But because of how I feel about you,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I am going to respect it. Yeah because of how I feel about you, how I look at you, how I view you. I've, I know I always kid you because you're younger than me and I will always oh look gosh. at you as little always Shannon and you're my little sister. But as you've gotten older, I'm like, okay, Shannon is asserting her little self and she is telling it so I view you differently. <laughs> I'm serious because you were you were the little sister to, to us. So we can tease you and I tease you or whatever. But now I'm like, okay, she is... Okay, I can't. I can't do that. I have to respect her wishes or her whatever. Not that I never did. I was gonna say you've always. But been I've always good have. But, but I'm just saying, you make like, fun of me, but I do you make tons of. But fun. it's because of how I feel about you that I will always respect that, whether I disagree with it. It's. I think you have to have that kind of concern and love for that person. And if you do not and you just feel like, well, I'm not going to I'm not going to respect your boundaries. If you ever say that to me, then that lets me know how you really feel about me and how you've always felt about me. Because somebody that really loves you is not not going to say, I am going to do something that you already told me bothers you or hurts you or triggers you. Mm -hmm. Because then that's letting you know, I don't really love and care about you. And I think that's that's the main thing that people really need to understand is that if if someone comes to you and they're I think everybody sets boundaries sometimes mm-hmm. we just don't know. yeah sometimes they're not verbalizing it sometimes they're not letting it be known I set a boundary with you sometimes they are just setting a boundary period. Mm-hmm. But I think if someone comes to you and says honestly this is this is bothering them or here's mm-hmm. the boundary that I'm setting with you, then you have to respect that you have to understand your relationship with that person is at jeopardy if you don't. Mm-hmm. Do you want to lose that person from being in your life? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to give them the re- and respect them respect the boundary that they've set regardless?
0: And is it reasonable? I think mm-hmm. there's a difference between um say I don't want to talk about my relationship or it hurts me when we bring up this thing versus um and I've seen some people do that where it's like oh you have a major drinking problem and every time I tell mm-hmm. you about it it's like well now you're not going to see me or my child you know that, because <laughs> like, that's a thing i mean, yeah, people is, talk about how like yeah. oh oh now you're completely uh, you know I'm yeah. telling you the truth of what's happening and you don't want me to ever bring yeah. up something to help you mm-hmm. that's not necessarily a reasonable boundary to set like you're not going to talk to me about my cocaine addiction no we are
1: no if, love if someone loves you yeah, and, and they see. You know, we don't always see ourselves the way other people see us. Mm. So if no, someone I don't think we do good and bad, good and bad. So if someone says, "Well, you know, I had a friend of mine tell me, and many of y'all have said this, um, that I'm very stubborn." Yeah. And, excuse me. You're gonna act like this is a surprise. No, what? you know so it took it took for me to you know I know this about myself but the way that she (laughs) said (laughs) the way that she said it it went into other other things and she said um, she had a heart to heart with me and she said you know I don't like when you cut me off Mm
2: -hmm. like when you
1: get mad and if if certain things happen you cut me off and this was many years ago when I didn't know how to communicate Mm. certain things i would just be like boom i'm i ain't even you i see you done did it a few times i'm out i ain't even gonna talk to you listen i know when you get quiet i'm like what's going listen. on listen
0: because you you go radio silent white noise yeah not even that i know that about you yeah and i have to be like okay now is she all right but what's it's just on?
1: it's because you know and i take some time to to Get into my own thoughts about things, and, and when she said that, I was like, "Wow!" And it, she said, "It really bothers me when you don't give me an opportunity to say my part. You just cut me off." And I said, "Well, because you even if that's respect- an apology, even if that's an apology." But I recall I said, "You know what? I didn't set boundaries with her. She didn't know. You know, she didn't know that." this particular thing that she would do would drive me crazy. It would set me off. So instead of me really saying to her, you know what, when you do that, it, set, it drives me nuts because right. I didn't want to hurt her feelings. So again, it goes back to what we said earlier. Sometimes we don't Say things or tell people or set boundaries because we're afraid of hurting somebody's feelings, but then you hurt them in the long. But run. But then you hurt them in the long run because they getting on your nerves every time they <laughs> set on that boundary, and you sit there like, okay, now I'm gonna have to cut you off, like then I you did blow her, and right. they snap, and it's like, oh, and it's and and I had to realize, okay, she was a relationship, a friendship that I truly appreciated, and I said, okay, it taught me a lesson. It said you have to be more communicative. To people before you, you give them the axe. You have to give them an opportunity to address your boundaries and say, "Okay, I get it. I respect it. Let's move on." So that's just to me is just to be upfront about your boundaries. Set them. You have to set boundaries. It has because sometimes boundaries work both ways. It keeps you in check, keeps the other people in check. It creates a um, overall wellness. You know, I don't like when I don't feel healthy or well or mm-hmm. mentally well because I have somebody that's re- disrespecting my boundaries so you know what I just thought about hmm. you ever learned to, when you're playing a
0: game and people don't know the rules how miserable it is playing I know with some, I've had some t- I, I will cuss you out of some taboo <laughs> I, I know that's my life fault I know that's not right if uh-huh. you don't know how to play taboo I will end up cussing yeah. you out yeah. and it's one of those things where I think in relationship. Boundaries are the rules. Mm-hmm. We cannot flourish and we cannot win right. if you don't know how to play what mm-hmm. I'm playing. If I'm playing tennis and you're over here like football, we're just gonna <laughs> frustrate each other yeah. because we haven't said what the rules are. But well, people for don't our
1: know. You can't hold a person accountable yeah. for messing up. You can't hold. You know, someone said to me, "Well, my husband is is um he's engaging on social media with other women that." You know, I don't like when other women interact with him or post, like, a comment to him or something. I was like, have you told him that? Like, why are you telling me that? I mean, I know Man, how you How are you going to control all the women in the world? Like, what? well... Well, maybe she, I'm missing the... Well, she didn't even give him... comment? But, no, they're, like, simple comments. Like, oh, that's nice. You know, they're nothing like, hey, you want a little... You know, it's nothing like that, but... Oh, she needs to go to therapy. Okay, that is her trigger, Shannon. Well, no, I'm not being funny as much as it's, <laughs> like... Because,
0: you know, in but real life, if I see a man out and say oh hi thank you so much
1: it's the equivalent sometimes if it's very innocent you can't control every single human being to me it was to her it's not she she just doesn't like it so I said okay well have you ever told him that and she said well no I mean he should already know why should he delete everybody well first of all why should he already know because half the time men men don't think anything about that stuff they don't think about much I said is he liking what she said Like, is he putting circle and like on her? Is he liking everybody's comment? She's like, no. I said, okay, here's the thing. He does not realize that that is your boundary. Right. You don't like it. I said, so you need to have a conversation with him again. Here we are communicating. Mm -hmm. You need to communicate. And I said, and then once you state, hey, this bothers me, for whatever your reason is, if he will respect it or won't respect it, you have to. But you can't hold somebody accountable for something that they don't even know. It's no your boundary. In your brain. It's not fair to them. So again, communicate how you feel. Be honest. Be open. Be upfront. Let people know that this is a boundary that you're setting. And stick with it. People don't know how to
0: react and remain in relationship. True. Do you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. because if, if I'm saying this is a boundary, but I'm married to you or you're mm-hmm. my child and I still, or you're my parent and I still want to remain in connection with you. Mm-hmm. People don't know how to, how do you say that's not cool without flat out punishing, cutting people off, right. spanking in the case of a kid, mm-hmm. which you can kind of, yeah. you know, that's almost easier for people than it is mm-hmm. someone who is
1: an adult peer that can choose to not listen to Yeah, you. yeah it's it's really just understanding who who you are what you are understanding your truth understanding what you want how you want to be treated how you expect people to i mean you can have you can need to set boundaries at your job as well you know there's certain you just boundaries are there to help us i feel they're there to enhance us in some kind of way mm-hmm. they're there to check people from violating us you know what I grew up Baptist, and once a month we would read the church covenant.
0: Oh. And there was always two lines that stood out to me. Mm -hmm. One was to abstain from intoxicating drink as a beverage. Clearly I failed. I'm doing that now. Right now. French 75 on deck. Yes. I never believed that. I would skip that line. I'd never say it along with the Uh church. I ain't gonna lie to the Lord. (laughs) But one thing they would always say is to be... um, slow to anger and quick to reconciliation yep. Yep. and now many years removed from that particular church and from saying that every month mm-hmm. you can't reconcile with everybody yeah and I think it's okay we we have a hard time accepting that mm-hmm.
1: that mm-hmm. sometimes I can love you I can forgive you from afar from, afar. from as as I say from the balcony you
0: on the
1: third on I the want third them level? up in a way where I'm looking up at you. That's how far I want you away from me.
0: I'm on the stage. You're on the balcony. No.
1: You are away from me. That's it. Yeah.
0: And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't reconcile with, mm-hmm. with certain places, certain things, certain people. Certain relationships are not going
1: to be the way that we visualize Because it's that. not supposed to. That I person, mean, it goes back never, to yeah. that, that thing. It goes back to... Everyone has a place, a season, a a lifetime. You can can talk to somebody. Just like I always say, okay, Lord, you you don't want me to have any beef with my brethren. Okay, now I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to say my piece. But I don't have to be, I don't still have to be connected to you. Yeah. I don't have to still call you. You know, I don't have to have any relationship with you. I just don't want to have any beef with you. Yeah. And so every relationship isn't salvageable. Every relationship is not supposed to be. Yeah. Sometimes that's what creates our own hell is when we keep people around that's not supposed to be. Ooh. And it only gets worse the longer you keep, the more you keep them in there, the more worse your life Trying becomes. Trying to turn hell into heaven. And you try to keep making something work. When God puts a period on something. Mm. Come on and preach, What? Yeah? what? My grandfather and grandmother? Mm, and lister, preach so, word. but we got to stop forcing well maybe it's a period 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 period. period. no it ain't it's That's an ellipsis. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a period in the story and you will know it so stop adding more stop adding more of a scene for that person a script because the next time it's gonna be okay they they broke your heart this time so now they're gonna come back and they're gonna they're gonna drive all up all and through it's it's going to be worse everything if a person is in your life and you constantly have something if all your pain pain is is it related to that person consistently then that's what it was supposed to be and they need to be okay hey i love you but i can't get i can't have you up in here in my force field you know how many people get caught in that
0: well let's just be friends can't we be friends again can we no, no. you were I don't my want you to begin be, with. If
1: you were my friend, we wouldn't be sitting here right now That's it. talking about can we be friends? Well I need you for. Okay. Shelly, do you have anything else you want to add? I just think this is an awesome um conversation and I just hope that the listeners um reflect on their boundaries. You know, reflect on how if they if they've never heard of boundaries or if they don't know how to or if they don't feel they should set boundaries that hopefully something in our conversation will inspire them to review any need for boundaries. Because sometimes maybe you don't need maybe everything is awesome, but sometimes you do need to set boundaries and not to be afraid or intimidated to do so. And to make sure, but to make sure that you're very clear in what your boundaries are and why you're setting them. I love it. Tell everyone how they can find your podcast. I am. Uh, my podcast is Chit Chat with Shelly Cheyenne. Um, you can find it on all of the podcast stations, iTunes, what is it, Apple iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Spotify, all of the podcasts. Are you on
0: Stitcher yet? Yes. I'm still waiting on
1: yeah that comes through kind of so so I'm on everything and then you can find me on social media tell me on your IG Facebook uh, yeah at least uh, Facebook and Instagram is coaching by Shelly coaching by Shelly and Shelly is spelled with a C-H-E-L-L-E-Y and as usual all the links to that will
0: be in the description box Shelly I'm so glad I got Aww. this big you. Oh, we're hugging
1: why mm-hmm. <laughs> see they can't see that thanks thanks for having me
0: Well, that's gonna be it for this week. I hope you enjoyed our episode of Cocktail Conversations. I had a great time recording with Coach Shelley, and I'm so glad, and thankful, and appreciative that she agreed to be in this episode. As you can tell, we get together and giggle and giggle and act up and act up. So um, that's always fun. I want to leave you with the song of the week, but first, I want to remind you that Janae Aiko has a new project out, and it's great. Of course, Megan Thee Stallion has a new project out, and I've been bopping and twerking in the car. None of that music is suitable for work or small, precious, delicate ears. So if you know, vulgarity is not your thing, skip it. But this next song, I definitely want you to listen, take heed. It's from Kevin Johnson. Uh, He's a comedian, and he goes by IamWill.Johnson on Instagram. Take a listen. that's the word of the lord that's the word wash your hands people if you've not been a hand washer in all this time now's a good time to start now's a great time to start oh wash your hands wash them scrub them get some soap i want you to have a great week we love you have a fabulous fabulous time until next time